Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. It was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. This is Paris. Jananam Sukadham Maranam Karunam Milanam Maduram Smaranam Karunam Kalevashadiya Sakalam Karunam Samayadipate Akilam Karunam Namaskaram and good afternoon to you, Paris. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. It's an honor to have you here today. <laughs> so everyone, today we have a very special guest. His name is Sadhguru, and he is one of the most prominent spiritual gurus in the entire world, and it's just an honor for him to be here at my home today, and welcome to the show. Thank you. <laughs> so what you just did, what exactly is that for, like for everyone listening right now? Say, um, let's say uh, somebody is a tennis player or a football player. Let's say take those two games, or let's say a golf player. 
a football player is preparing his body in a certain way just before he goes into a game, a tennis player is doing something different. A golf player is swinging this way, that way. Mm-hmm. Because to do different types of activity, you need your body in different ways. Similarly, to do different types of activity, you need your mind in different levels of capabilities. Above all, to perform different types of activities, you want your energy in a certain way. So, uh, the energy can be in a whole lot of human beings. It can be just stagnant or structured according to their memory patterns, according to their karmic patterns, according to their behaviors, according to their character. Their memory may be stuck in a certain way. But one dimension of yoga is about making your energies mobile, so mobile that you can move it where you want. For example, let's say I want to do something with my hands, something effective with my hands. If I move my energies into my hands, now this touch will become tremendously powerful and, you know, there will be well-being in that. Now I want to do something with my eyes. If my... if I move my energies into my eyes, now my look... See, everybody's got eyes. Everybody's eyes don't have the same level of penetration depending upon how much life energy they are able to put into their look. Now I want to speak. Now if I have my life energies concentrated in my throat, now my speech will become not just the content of the speech, just the speech itself will become powerful. Just the sound itself will become powerful. Like this, to perform different activities, we should be mobile enough to move our energies consciously to that place so that maximum happens. Because in our lives, if we do not do what we cannot do, there's no problem. <laughs> mm-hmm. But if we do not do what we can do, we are a disaster. So it's extremely important that physically you are fully empowered to do what you want to do. Mentally, you're fully empowered to do what you want to do. Emotionally, you're fully empowered to do what you want to do. Energetically also, you're fully empowered to do what you really want to do. Because in most people's human beings, their own thought, their own emotion, their own body, their own energies is the biggest impediment. They don't need any enemies from outside. They're doing great by themselves. This is called self-help. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> You've been described as a guru and a mystic healer. Can you explain to my listeners what that is? I don't know who added the healer, just a mystic. (laughs) (laughs) What is mystic? Mystic means everybody's confused about me. (laughs) (laughs) They don't know what to make out of me, so they call me a mystic. (laughs) Do you like that? (laughs) See, unfortunately, people are trying to define life. Mm -hmm. Defining means what? Set a boundary for it. Well, tell me, whoever you are in your life, would you like to be something more? Hmm? Me? Anybody. I'm saying including you. I think everyone Everyone wants to be, yeah. So suppose I make you... I won't do this, okay? Suppose I make you the queen of this planet. Will you be fulfilled? Or would you like the moon also? I think being queen of the planet would be pretty cool. (laughs) Cool, all right, but would it be enough? You would like the moon also, right? Yeah. (laughs) What about the Mars? All the men are there. (laughs) Okay, I'll give you the whole solar system. Would you be fulfilled or would you want the galaxy? 
It depends what I put probably right now, on it. Your headphones are looking like a galaxy by themselves. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so if I give you one galaxy, what about the others? So there is something within a human being which does not like boundaries. When you don't know there is a boundary, you're okay. The moment you realize there's a boundary, you want to push it or you want to break it. If, if I set the boundary here, 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 there, it doesn't matter how big, the moment you can feel the boundary, you want to break it. So there's something within you, always longing to become boundless. So how are we trying this? Somebody goes to the temple, somebody goes to the bar, somebody drugs, somebody prays, somebody meditates, somebody conquers something, somebody does this, somebody does that. What is all this? A human being is trying to be little more than who they are right now. These things we can try in four fundamental ways. If it finds this longing to be something more, if it finds a basic physical expression, we call this sexuality. If it finds a mental expression, we call this ambition, conquest or simply shopping. Mm -hmm. <laughs> if it finds an emotional expression, we call this love. If it finds a conscious expression, we call it yoga. Yoga means you consciously obliterated the boundaries of your individuality. Because till you do that, you will never feel fulfilled. It doesn't matter what you have in your life. Um, yeah, I love what you say about karma because I really believe in that. And I believe what you put out into the world will come back to you as well, if it's good or bad. What do you think of that? See, uh, karma need not be looked at as punishment and reward system. That's not what it is. It is just that right now, let's say you're generating a certain thought in your mind. The residual imprint of the thought remains within you and functions from within. You may not be conscious, but it is functioning. From the time you were born to this moment, everything that you did, everything that you thought, everything that you felt, everything that you are exposed to, is it not having an impact on you? Definitely, yes. isn't it? That is your karma. Mm -hmm. These past memories are karma. All the memories are not conscious. Over 99% of your memory is not conscious in the sense. Well, uh, do you remember uh, 500 years ago, your great-great-great-grandmother, 20, 25 generations ago, what she looked like? No. No. But her nose could be sitting on your face right now. Mm -hmm. Isn't it? Maybe. Body remembers. Mm -hmm. Body remembers... How your forefathers were a million years ago, isn't it? So this is what memory is. There is evolutionary memory, there is genetic memory, there is karmic memory, like this various levels of memory. A composite of all these memories is your karma. Now that plays out in its own way. Most of it is unconscious. So it creates certain tendencies within you because of the karmic bondage, karmic uh, accumulation. Now... What we are talking about in this book is a step-by-step -step process with which that you can stand upon the stage of your karma. Your life is very rich because of all the innumerable experiences, but you don't make a quicksand out of your stage. If you create enough surface tension on the karmic memory that you have so that you can stand upon it and enjoy the richness of your life and do what you want to do now. See, the past cannot be changed. The way it is, is the way it is. Present can only be experienced. Future must be created. If this process has to fall into place, 
it's extremely important that we sit on the sofa, don't sink into it. This is a big problem in America. If you sit in the sofa, you generally sink half into it. They made too soft, I mean to say. <laughs> <laughs> Over a period of time, I realized how invested people are in their miseries, you know. Mm -hmm. So this is why this karma book is very important, giving them the mechanics of how they're getting invested in their miseries, how they're allowing their past experiences of life to contaminate the present experience and stymie the future experience. Mm -hmm. Human beings, a large percentage of human beings are doing this. Essentially, this means they do not know how to handle their own faculties. If they had half the brain that they have, they would all be peaceful and fine. Right now, human intelligence, unfortunately, has become a curse to most people because they don't know how to handle it. They're poking themselves with their intelligence. If they had the brain of an earthworm, I think they would be fine and they mm -hmm. would even be eco-friendly, you know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I like, I love that message of saying just, you know, to not let your past define you and just to live in the moment and like, no, the no, no, no. I don't know. I'm not saying live in the moment. Because don't live in the moment? No, no, I'm asking you, mm -hmm. live somewhere else and show me. What's that? Can you live somewhere else other than this moment? Mm, no. Then why is this teaching and philosophy live in the moment? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so essentially what they're telling you is don't use your brains. But don't use, don't think of the past, you're saying. Yeah. I'm saying if you do not think about the past, yeah. if you forget the past, let's say we erase your memory, what will happen? Probably you will do the same silly things again and again, all of us, all of us in our lives. Mm -hmm. It's very, very important we remember the past. Our life is rich only because of the past memory, isn't it? And yeah. especially for a human being, our memories our memories are so vivid. And that is why the richness of our life. But now, past is like, like this place we are sitting. It is like a bed. Mm -hmm. It is a stage upon which we are sitting. Suppose I sink into this cushion. Now this cushion will become a problem. It will suffocate me. If I sit upon it, is it not comfortable? Is it? Yeah. So right now, this is the problem. We are misunderstanding our psychological realities as existential. What happened yesterday, you can still suffer. What happened 10 years ago, you can still suffer. What does this mean? This means you're suffering your memory, not life, isn't it? Yeah. What may happen day after tomorrow, you already suffer. This means you're suffering your imagination, not future. Nobody can suffer the future because it doesn't exist. Nobody can suffer the past, it doesn't exist. You're suffering your two most fantastic faculties, that is a vivid sense of memory and a fantastic sense of imagination, which makes you a human being. Mm -hmm. If you did not have these two things, you would be a grasshopper probably. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, how can people bring more happiness into their lives? See, if they're willing to invest just twenty, thirty minutes a day into something about this life, not about this person, not about this body, not about family, not about money, not about profession, just this life, to nurture this life, just thirty minutes a day, if you're willing to bring in, we can teach you something very simple with which your chemistry will be blissful. Once your chemistry is blissful, 
you come to ease. Ease means absolute ease. Well, thank you so much thank for you. all yes. your knowledge and just being here. And my listeners are going to love this. So thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. Very You're much. awesome. Namaskar. Yes. <laughs> Thanks for listening to This Is Paris. We love hearing from you. So leave us a review. Send an email to paris at iheartradio.com. Leave a voicemail at 833-87-PARIS. And follow us at This Is Paris Podcast. Bye, babes. Follow Paris at Paris Hilton and follow Hunter March, host of Eve Nightly Pop at Hunter March. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. It was trying to brand us. We were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my hosts as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Pitbull. I think that education is the real revolution because as much as we speak about all the problems that there is in society and the world today, my mother's always told me, son, don't worry, the world's always been coming to an end. Don't let it scare you out of living. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 